Welcome to episode 15 of the Soulcast with my friend Holistic Bra. That's at H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-B-R-A-H on Twitter. Go follow him. We have a great discussion, delve into a lot of fitness stuff, a lot of mindset stuff, and it was in our local park, so a bit of ambiance for you there. Hope you enjoy. So we were talking before uh, the Soulcast that kind of discussing the general trend of and you had a bit of experience recently with a friend that was maybe a, a bit too negative and a drain on your energy over time and I think you've made the move now or finally decided to properly cut them out or move on after giving them due time and you know you've also looked at yourself and it's very important to look at yourself so you're not overlooking things that you might be doing that are straining the relationship and mm. maybe okay, triggering you the park yourself. <laughs> <coughs> thanks mate is this um, recording yeah so we're so in the okay. park um as you obviously just heard uh so if there's any bird chatter please excuse but i think it's quite nice actually so uh, where was I? Yeah. So you had a roommate that you found was affecting your vibe uh, quite a lot. So what what kind of led you to realizing that this was maybe something or someone you had to cut out? And did you give them enough chances? How did you make that distinction? Because uh, I think it's quite a, a prevalent topic. I personally think that... I think people will experience it at some point in yeah, their life. Yeah, everyone goes through it. You know, if you're moving houses a bit. <clears throat> and um, Even friends from school. Yeah, friends from school. This was like a friend from school type situation. So I've known him for a long time. Um, never lived with him, but just used to see him. He actually got into training and reached out to me. Yeah. So, you know, I was, I was happy to help him out, get him into it. Um, but I guess what, like... From the start, I kind of had a gut feeling that uh, things weren't going to work out. I actually ended up working a job with him as well, which just adds to it and accelerates these situations, I think, these negative situations. Um, So, yeah, just from training with him, spending all this time with him, like at work and then at home, you don't really get away from each other. So you really get to understand how other people think. not to say that, you know, I know what he's thinking and everything like that, but you just it's just too much time around someone. Like, you can sort of see their insecurities and their flaws and they can see yours and, you know, if you're, if you're lacking communication, which I think we were, um, it's just bound to end, end bad. Yeah. I mean, you, you did try and bring up these kind of issues with him and he would just yeah. react emotionally, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I started to get into like stoicism and things like that, and just like controlling your emotions and not really, you know, just try not to chimp out, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always and, gotta avoid that. Yeah, I've been like journaling for the last year pretty consistently. Not every night, but like most nights. And what do you, you know, find that helps with? 
just like control your emotions like I, there's obviously just been times where like i know like every time i've gotten angry i've just felt like shit after yeah like dude why why am i so mad about this like it doesn't even matter yeah like why why like it makes you feel bad like like lashing out or I'm sure, like, you, you've felt these feelings before yeah. growing up, you know? Like, just when, you, when you're a kid and you have arguments with, like, your brother or sister, like... It's over it's the over most the, pointless yeah, stuff. Yeah, the pointless stuff. And it's like, you feel <coughs> shit. And then, yet when you're around them for, like, the next, like, couple of hours or whatever it is, it's like... It's awkward. And you're like, fuck, I don't even care. And you know they don't even care. And it's... Yeah, it's, it's like the level of energy just kind of got away from you both and you both like arc up and respond emotionally rather than what I think is, as you mature, hopefully emotionally mature and develop, you learn to realise that, okay, let's just take a step back. When I feel the anger, what is triggering the anger? Is it something that really is deserved of anger? 99 times out of 100, it's not. Mm. And it's just like some arbitrary thing that you both get pissed off about and the emotional maturity comes from if someone is angry towards you for you to just step back feel the anger and be like okay and then just let it go and absorb whatever energy they're throwing at you and when you can do that then nine times out of ten they calm down as well like yeah. that was one of the things that I noticed <clears throat> when I was working as a bouncer in nightclubs it's like people will come up to you with anger and be pissed off that you're kicking them out uh, of the nightclub or whatever, they're too drunk, and they'll lash out because they're upset and angry. And it's really up to you whether you take that anger into yourself and multiply it back, and then it's like, oh, no, well, you fucking blah, blah, blah. When you can just take it, smile, and be like, sorry, mate, you know, just trying to do my job. Um, this is how it is. And when you're able to... It makes them feel silly first of all because they're conscious of like you know being an argumentative person yeah, it is a bit embarrassing getting kicked out of a nightclub yeah no of course everyone, of course know? and this yeah that's maybe. more what they're angry about I yeah feel. yeah they're not angry at you they're just angry at the whole <laughs> thing and maybe that's a, a bad example but i noticed that good. when i the lesson more so was that the skill of having someone be angry to you and not respond angrily back or emotionally back yeah. and just accept that you know they're upset let's absorb that energy dissipate it and move on with my life and i think that's a lesson that you can take to all relationships 100 percent. that that is like a big issue with this with the the relationship here was just because i just felt like i would like i'm the one having to bring up the situation like like hey man like you know this is this is a problem like and every time I'd bring it up, it's just sort of like an emotional response back at me, like, oh yeah, well you're this, and like, you're always doing this, and, yeah, you know, like, raising the voice, like, pointing a finger at me or something, and it's like, like, dude, but can we at least just talk about the issue that I brought up, like, yeah, first, yeah, it's and then, deflection. you know, like, if you're, like, keeping all this in, like, how come you're not bringing it up? With yeah, me. Like, it, it seems inauthentic because they're only bringing it up to kind of score points back at you yeah, rather than bringing it up separately because it's a genuine issue of theirs that they want to talk through. Yeah, it's just gloss, like, completely ignore what I say and, you know, the, like, I guess the flaws or whatever I'm pointing out in your behaviour and just fucking just flip it all on me. And, yeah. Yeah. I, that, that, that just happened, like, a lot of times. 
I, and yeah, I just you can't be around that. Eh? Yeah, I think long term it, it's draining, and I think one of the key things for progressing in life and really succeeding is honestly looking at areas of your life where your mental energy is being sapped away in mm. an environment that might not necessarily call for it. Um, I'm not saying to instantly cut out everyone from your life. You know, you have your friends and, you know, you should come to an appraisal of those relationships with a degree of mercy in a way. Not that you're the grand arbiter of everything, but just to be like, okay, you know, people have their flaws. I have my flaws. Everyone does. Uh, To honestly look at yourself as well. But there probably are some relationships where the juice is not worth the squeeze, they don't have your best intentions at heart and I think cutting those out of your life or at least minimising the time spent with people that are maybe stuck in that those low vibrational mindsets of reactivity and anger is a, a massively key thing to do if you genuinely want to get the most out of life and progress. Yeah, 100%. And like like I said, how I've been into like stoicism a bit and journaling, like doing a lot of reflection each day. Yeah. Like I can see my past self in like some of his behavior. Yeah. As well. And it's like, yeah. man, I, that's what I want to get away from. Yeah. That's what I've been working towards. Is, yeah. So. Yeah, it's like um, the journaling thing I personally <clears throat> don't do and I probably should. Um, but if you think it's a you know a girly thing to do like keeping a diary or whatever it's 100% not um it's just enables you like a part of your routine to honestly look at the day look at what happened how did you feel how could you have reacted better or dealt with the situation better and it's just like a a little bit of a magnifying glass on you day to day which i think is an incredibly useful tool um obviously you can speak more to that since you started doing it and yeah. i haven't I'd like sometimes with the journaling like I'll just say I'll write down like a positive and a negative thing yeah you know and, like I've had shit days before and then like I get to the part where I have to write just something positive yeah and then I just you know think about the day like what went well and I'm like oh fuck today actually wasn't that bad yeah it's just because I focus on the negative shit yeah and it yeah. yeah and that's happened a couple times and it's just because I've actually committed to sitting down and writing something even if I didn't feel like it because I had a shit day and then it just forced me to think of something positive yeah and then and then boom your mood's better and then I was like yeah I'm just like it's not that bad yeah like fucking chill out bro (laughs) life's good yeah I mean there's a lot to be grateful for in every single day you wake up you didn't die in your sleep hey that's a win brother (laughs) you know Uh, some people don't wake up unfortunately Whatever reason it was. Or whatever. Yeah. Kids just don't like yeah, that. Like, <laughs> it could be, you know, your last day on earth. You woke up, you got another opportunity to progress in life and hang out with your mates or work on something that interests you and your passions. I mean, that alone is enough to be grateful for. In the grander scheme of things, that you even have had the chance of life on this earth. Think of the many millions of people that you beat out in the race to the egg uh, mm. upon creation that they never had the opportunity to live on this world and the fact that you're even here the amount of circumstances that ended up for you to be born on this earth at this time with all the benefits that we have you know the safest most peaceful time on earth that we've really had you know that 
there are obviously wars going on around the world, but relatively, this is a pretty good time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we have the internet, you have access to all this knowledge and all of that. And, you know, this at a very base level, um, you have so much to be grateful for. And what happens is you focus on the minutia that piss you off. And then you think, oh, my life is so bad. But it genuinely just takes a bit of positive focus on the things that you're grateful for. And that's why the journaling is great because it's like a daily practice in thinking, okay, what did went well today? Uh, all of those things which when you commit to habit become just a, a method of directing your mind to the more positive things. And when you're more consciously in a more positive mindset all the time, then that attracts more positive things into your life. So you know it's a no-brainer really yeah. a good thing that helps with that <clears throat> is uh, what I do sometimes is if you're upset about something or you know worried about your issues is you just zoom out so you think of yourself wherever you are in your room at home and you zoom out to the few houses around you and you notice all the different families and houses that exist in this small area and then you zoom out even further and you say maybe it's your whole city and you look at all the different people and all the different relationships, all the different problems in that area and then you zoom out again, maybe it's your country and then you, you know, it's that framing of like, okay, this is not this huge calamity that's gonna end everything in the world. I'm just focusing on this very small part of my life which doesn't really mean much in mm. the grand scheme of things so that's a nice little mental visualization tool to just get out of your head and realize okay this things isn't that drastic and i should probably just relax about yeah, it yeah i reckon it works yeah. Works 100 percent. yeah <clears throat> i think i think um like living where we do and stuff and people in their own countries like first world countries i think people have a bit of anxiety or like a bit of fear because i think deep down they don't want to admit it, but they they know they can actually pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, you really can. Yeah. Like people just have like they, they have put their anxieties and like social media and yeah, comparisons. Others others opinions, yeah, comparisons. And I say this because guess what? Like <laughs> that's basically what I was fucking doing. <laughs> like yeah. you know. Cheers. Cheers. Like, it's fucking scary when you realise you can do pretty much anything and it is just up to you. Yeah. I get that. There's a bit of anxiety there. Like, you don't want to believe it, but it's true. Like, you got to blame... You kind of got to blame yourself to some degree for not having what you want or doing what you want. Yeah. It's extreme ownership and taking ownership of your problems and your wins as well. But if you have problems in your life, honestly looking at yourself and realising okay, I didn't pass that exam because I genuinely didn't study enough and I've played video games and I've done that before, you know, during uni, like, oh, I didn't get the result I wanted. Okay, did I actually work as hard as I could have? Or even not working, you know, 100%, but working 80% and I would have done better than I did. It's like, yep, that's your fault, cool. Or relationships that are giving you trouble, have you been honest? Have you been as loving as you could have been? Probably not. Um, have you dedicated the time on the side to a business idea or studying more so that you can get a better qualification and improve your lot in life okay no you were just watching netflix it's like <laughs> <laughs> you know 
even if it's <laughs> yeah. hard and even if it bruises the ego which it does your life is the sum of the choices you've made and once you're conscious of that and aware that you're not where you want to be because of you even the things that you know happen to you if you go okay um, this happened to me how could I have avoided it by doing this next time learning from your mistakes and and not thinking that stuff happens to you but owning it and once you own it you can realize that you can change it when you externalize the consequences externalize the force of the consequences to something else that external goes back to the stoicism thing if you can do something about it you can cool do something about it if you can't do something about it it's external to you don't worry about it um they're all kind of overarching ideas that you can take ownership of your life and once you do that that's when your life starts to change overall yeah <clears throat> and like big ones just a comparison one like when I first started going to the gym and stuff I used to like sort of think like oh you know this person's got it easier because uh, you know they have a personal trainer or because you know they uh, have all these supplements and yeah. you know protein shakes whatever like in pre-workout and shit like that just because at the time I just couldn't like afford that shit yeah. but like that was just like some it's bullshit excuse yeah cope yeah. it's fucking cope <laughs> no, it's cope <laughs> god I don't want to say it <laughs> that's exactly what it is and you just realise like dude just like fucking get a job and work a, like a couple hours a week and you'll be able to buy that shit if you really want it like just go and get it yeah it's there like there's no excuses for most things. Yeah, I mean, there's a very small excuses that really, you know, okay, maybe that couldn't have gone your way because of this, but for the most part, excuses are just something you tell yourself to heal the bruising that the ego takes when you see someone that's more progressed than you, has a better physique than you, and I think it's a, almost a rite of passage that everyone goes through. And also, one of the reasons why the gym is so good is that you see someone bigger than you and initially you're like, oh, fuck him, he's probably on steroids or, you know, he's... You come up with all these dumb stories that you tell yourself where yeah. it could just be that, you know, he's committed to uh, working out three, four times a week for the last two years and you didn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's all it is. That's and like literally all it is. Uh, it's yeah. being super, like, super consistent be consistent and doing the right things or just trying to move it in that direction over yeah. time like you, you know like don't expect yourself to change overnight yeah like, doesn't happen yeah I know like we probably spent a lot of time partying drinking yep you know and sh shit like that <clears throat> as we were growing up and like it's hard to get away from that when so much of like your social life is tied to that when you're younger yeah yeah going through university or that age from like 18 to really 22 where it's like a couple of times a week of binge drinking like you want to get late you want to like you know like <laughs> you want to go you have just fun you have all these experiences it's like understandable yeah I mean yeah. you're young and you learn a lot from those times and you develop your friendships and it's doable but you really at some point have got to look at it and go okay it's probably not the best use of my time and money um, the earlier that you 
change those habits uh, and I'm not encouraging binge drinking obviously it's <laughs> obviously always bad for you but it's, yeah. it is what it is and we did it uh, it's not impossible to make progress while you're doing that as long as you're 85% of the time still gymming and eating well and all the rest of it and then you have one night a week where you're getting yeah. blasted uh, but yeah. it does make it a lot harder obviously the hangover you can kind of get away with it being a bit younger you bounce back very quickly um, but it's not optimal yeah and it makes a big difference yeah it does make a difference especially since like as I've gotten older you know obviously you don't have that you know that recovery rate that you used to yeah. like you feel it a lot more yeah Um, I guess yeah well I mean we still go out now so what I think now the the kind of things that have made a difference in you can still party just don't drink as much stick to vodka sodas you're getting some water every time you're having a drink yeah don't have any drinks at the club you know if you have a few pre-drinks get a bit of a buzz on that's all you need Um, you don't need to buy expensive drinks at the club you don't need to just keep on drinking kind of chasing that high um you have that initial social lubricant which you don't need you can go out without drinking but if you are going to drink don't smash processed sugary drinks don't smash 12 beers because that comes with a lot of extra calories obviously there's calories in the vodka uh but soda water and fresh lime is pretty good deal uh in terms of if you want to drink um Again, not encouraging drinking, you're better off without it, uh, but if you are going to do it, the situation sometimes does call for it if you're on holiday or seeing the lads and you haven't seen them in a while. Um, I think that's a good way to... It is fun when everyone loosens up. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, Staying away from the 2am kebab (laughs) (laughs) or the meat box. Uh, I cringe when I think of those things, just ridiculous amounts of sauce which probably made from seed oils and all the meats fucking cooked in that like you don't need to put that in your body at the end of the day you know maybe prep a little bit of meal sometimes I've taken meals to pre-drinks uh, because I didn't want to get the processed pizza or whatever and yeah you get you get some funny looks but you just take it on the chin you just go yeah boys just brought my dinner cool I'm going to have a yummy healthy dinner that's going <laughs> to fill my stomach and line the stomach so I don't feel too sick if I'm drinking a lot uh, and then in the morning, if you're hungover, don't reach for the Uber Eats to deliver another disgusting meal, but cook some eggs. Uh, high fat is always a good thing to have before and after drinking. Hydrate, yeah. Hydrate heaps. Electrolytes is a massive one. If you smash like a litre of electrolyte drink before you go to bed, uh, that's always a massive one. And yeah, and as long thing? as you stop drinking, go on. And have like a hard, hard workout before you go out. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like after I've worked out and stuff, I can sort of get away with it a bit more because yeah. my body's just, yeah, it's probably just bro science or whatever. <laughs> but I feel like if I, after a big workout, one, I just feel way better going into the night, like just feeling amazing. And two, I feel like my body just burns everything. Yeah, you utilize the calories. Yeah, it's really like, more. yeah, all those extra calories and, you know, all the shit. It's. It just gets burnt up. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, just my theory, but... Working out makes everything better. That's yeah. what it is at the end of the day. Utilise the food. You know, there's, there's the guys that you see, their diets are garbage, but they're still working hard in the gym and they're not fat. 
it's like it's probably better for you than well, obviously it's better for you than smashing the shit food and then not working out so making sure you do that if you're gonna if you're on holiday having some drinks just get a workout in you know you're on holiday but you can still work hard and it goes a long way to working against those holiday extra weight I feel like sometimes people are keen as well like I've been in Bali before and had like on like a little holiday I've gone and worked out and just worked out with some random guys I met in the hostel yeah like some people are keen yeah you know like even though everyone's there sort of for a holiday and sometimes a party or whatever like yeah not everyone is yeah you know, it's a great place to go out and surf that's like a form of exercise yeah new skill that's where I learned it's definitely made me more confident just <coughs> in general I don't know like going out into the surf for the first time is like an intimidating thing yeah you've just started recently I've right I've just started like, there we go yeah just talk um, about it got a board so not a uh, surfer dude yet but looking to just commit to a new skill I think uh, and learn it and you know eat shit on the waves a lot uh, the how's the paddling endurance going pretty good paddled <laughs> 800 meters out to a reef break 800 um, meters which is quite a big one for the for the first <laughs> for a fuck, first yeah, surf for a but you know it's all experience and you know i didn't catch any waves but the spanish have a expression um agua diamante i think i'm butchering that but it means time spent in the water um and that's you know the you can apply that to any hobby or skill that you want to get better at is like yeah, I want to get better at this. Okay, well, you have to ha have more time in the water. You have yeah. to go in, make the mistakes so that your body your body, body intuitively learns. Even the hour of paddling that I did, first you get out there, it's a bit shaky, trying to balance the board and things. But then after a while, your body calibrates subconsciously and goes, okay, if I hold my balance here and paddle in these ways, I have more control of the of the board and that all happens subconsciously just as your brain is calculating mm. all the different nuances within it and all it is is spending time doing the new skill and that applies for anything whether it's coding whether it's you know writing content anything it's just a question of regular commitment to practicing the skill and making the mistakes so that you can yeah progress and learn from that what, what i think of in situations like that like trying something new is it's not it's, it's pinned on my twitter yeah. It's just always that Teddy Roosevelt mm -hmm. speech Great about the man in the arena. Like it's so true. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter <laughs> like what you're doing as long as you're in there. It's like you were saying before, Giving it's the time go. in the water, right? Mm -hmm. It's just putting time into anything. Like don't give a fuck about anyone else, like anyone's comments or anything like that or like you're actually in there. In the arena. <laughs> like like <laughs> arena of life. If they're not in there, man, like don't listen to them. Like who are they to have an opinion? Yeah. Honestly. They they don't even know about it. Yeah. And even the ones that are in there, like, you shouldn't always listen to them because <laughs> yeah. they can be negative. But the thing is, is, like, most of the people that throw out negativity, no matter what it is, are the people that have never tried. And they yeah. see someone trying and failing and go, ha-ha, look at that loser. Ha-ha, he's not good at that. It's like, yeah. But they're trying and they want to improve and every master has been a novice and the master has failed a thousand times uh, that's what 
gets you to become a master of whatever you're trying to do or and anyone that's put time and effort into any skill whatever world that it is in knows what it feels like to humble yourself and try something that you're not good at because you're not good at it because you haven't tried that's another thing it's like oh I'm shit at handstands oh I'm shit at pull ups I I can't do that it's like well have you ever practiced it yeah no well then how the fuck are you going to be good at it I get that a lot with the handstands yeah I could never do that I'm like, yeah, oh, you could, bro. You could. <laughs> Everyone's a human. Everyone's brain works relatively the same. You have your base genetics, whatever, but can't change your genetics. So, again, stoicism, can I change it? No? Cool. Don't worry about it then. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure there's world champions uh, or people that could have been world champions with their genetics that never tried because they were scared mm. of looking stupid um and never really fulfilled their genetics and you know tom platts the bodybuilder who had arguably some of the most well-developed legs ever he always used to speak about um i didn't i don't have good genetics i just outworked my genetics um and you know you look at training footage of him smashing his legs and you go well okay well (laughs) he definitely uh did that you know he he outworked whatever it is um so genetics is again a bit of a cope like oh dude people say like they bring up genetics and it's like you haven't even tried yeah what you went to the gym for like two months bro yeah like you haven't tried you haven't tried you haven't dedicated like a year to where this is like your number one thing years and years man anyone that people look at and go oh he has good genetics that's why he looks like that maybe but have you also (laughs) dedicated eight plus years to consecutively lifting consecutively eating enough eating the right stuff getting good sleep every single night Uh, obviously you make hiccups here and there nobody's perfect but until you've done that then there's really there's no talk of genetics like genetics is the the last bit and that's something i've found um i don't know if you know but some some of the clients that i've been coaching recently is kind of a few people have mentioned oh i I thought i had shit genetics before but Mm. once i gave them the tools um told them what food to eat how much to eat how to train optimally for hypertrophy and then making sure you're getting all the micronutrients getting enough water um and really just having a focused go at it they put on muscle more muscle than they ever have and they see the path to a well-developed physique Mm. in a couple years time and it's not genetics it's like okay everyone can get to a certain i think everyone could get to a great looking physique full stop regardless of genetics as long as you're training the right way consecutively for years so genetics is just like a a bit of a cope from people that haven't put the years in because that's what it genuinely takes and you know how long have you been training yeah probably seven plus years or something yeah and something like with like people talk about like genetics and stuff is like you hear a lot of people say they have a slow metabolism it's like okay let's say that's true you know what the problem is you have a slow metabolism just don't eat as much or work around that yeah like you know what the problem is and you know what the solutions are nine times out of ten they yeah. don't have a slow metabolism they're just exactly. <laughs> eating it's, shit and not working out yeah 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 but it's like even if they do have a slow metabolism you know what's wrong yeah 
you know, you know how to fix this. Yeah. You're saying, you're telling me what the problem is. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen to yourself. Like, well, it's, it's used it as an excuse. It's not used as a genuine, like, oh, actually, this is why I have this problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like 20 years old and they've never, you know, like, how do you know you have a slow metabolism? Yeah. How do you know you have all these issues? Like, yeah. <laughs> you're doing an arts major or something. Like, <laughs> You've never even been into fitness. Yeah. You were the kid that was rocking up with a note from your mum. <laughs> I can't do sport today. Yeah. You know, like... Bro. Oh, people will tell themselves a lot of stories. And, you know, I've done that as well with things like why I haven't been able to succeed in some of the things, you know, you, you judge others and forgive yourself, which is, um, I think, a, another big mindset change that I've had is just you see other people's actions and you judge them on their actions but internally you judge yourself on your intentions yep um so i think that's like a a bit of a a mindset change that's really good it's like you become more forgiving to others because they might have meant to do the right thing you know give them the benefit of the doubt like you give yourself the benefit of the doubt like the stuff that you do that's wrong it's like oh well i actually meant for i meant this but it came out this way yeah um, you don't know whether someone was intentionally trying to hurt you or whatever else and sometimes that's not relevant but overall if someone makes a mistake it might not necessarily be because they've intentionally wanted to fuck you over or whatever else it's just like humans make mistakes you have to be aware of that and be conscious of that and I think that helps your relationships when you have that buffer of forgiveness within that yeah 100% like no one intentionally fucks up or like intentionally us people do but sometimes a yeah. lot of the time you gotta realize like people don't mean to like offend you yeah most people yeah. are good yeah genuinely most people are good they want the best for others they're just stuck in learned societal cultural reactions uh, that they've learnt from maybe their parents or other friends and to break out of that is kind of the first stages of if you're reading philosophy and stoicism you start to question your thoughts and you know where are these thoughts coming from am I actually upset or is it just a jealousy thing Um, you know it's all that development that happens and with practice of course and improving your mind over time yeah 100% that's we spoke, we've spoken about this before, but one one well, thing I found key to my success with my consistency and in training and diet and stuff is just I used to just constantly. Um, sorry, this guy's putting me off. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I. Hey, how's it going? Hey, mate. <laughs> go on. Yeah. So one of the things that. Well, the, the key things I used for myself personally was um, just listening to like uh, like motivational talks with like music in the background. Huge tool. Yeah, I, I used to just not work your at... tool. It's a tool. <laughs> <laughs> a huge tool that you can yeah, well, use. Some people probably would think I am a bit of a tool for that. It's like one of my mates is like, hey, "Why do you listen to so much motivational stuff? Like, isn't it obvious?" And it's like, "Yeah, it is obvious," but like. Sometimes you just need to hear it, like, again, yeah. like, repetitively. And, you know, it's 
it was just a big help for me. Like if if I was not really feeling like training, I could just always just listen to like one of my favorite motivational talks. And yeah. usually they're compilations of different people. Like I used to just and still do sometimes because that's where my favorite uh, motivational audio clips are. It's just on SoundCloud. It's free yep. as well. Yep. You just search like motivational speeches and heaps of different compilations come up. Some are really good. Mm. And that's like what I used for years. Yeah. For years. I had that thought, um, I think it was yesterday, like people have a, an aversion to like it's the whole like oh you, you should just have the willpower you should have the willpower to yeah. consistently go to the gym and you know just blah blah and it's true to a degree but I think to use the little motivational tools like that like the speeches to pump you up when you're not feeling it that in itself is you choosing your willpower to find a way to motivate yourself which is commendable in itself you know yeah. some people if you're going to work out after a motivational speech that amps you up and gets you going, that's better than not working out. No mm. matter what people might say about it or you think it's a bit lame or whatever, um, that's why they exist and you should use every tool in your arsenal to get to where you want to go to. Yeah, just, just ask, is it having a positive effect on me? Yes, okay, I'll keep doing it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. simple, like... Yeah. You know, people think the people think it's stupid. Yes, but does it have an, a positive effect for me? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. It's it's again like there's the whole belief thing, affirmations. Uh, I'm I'm big into at the moment is whether or not you believe that the affirmations that you tell yourself are literally calling forth that from the universe or whatever. Um, even just the practice of every morning and night if you're in the shower whatever time of day it is to say out loud I have the capability to do whatever I want to do um, I'm going to put on muscle and lose fat I'm going to consistently get to the gym all of those things that if you're constantly reminding yourself day to day you're more likely to have that at the forefront of your mind you're more likely to believe that you can do those things and again it's it's using every single tool that you can to achieve it and at the end of the day what matters is the achievement what matters is the consistency and if you can do if you have to listen to music or motivational stuff to get you going that's great and yeah. you shouldn't feel bad about it just because some people think it's like weak to have to use those tools to get there yeah again it's just cope <laughs> yeah cope <laughs> such a good word <laughs> it's a virus, eh? <laughs> the true virus. The real pandemic. Yeah. COVID. COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's maybe talk about a bit the starting starting fitness and working out. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people listening are already working out, so good on you guys, but some people maybe are just starting, so a little bit would be helpful for them um, I know when I first started working out it's, it goes back to that thing man these birds are loud um, it goes back to that thing it's like time in the water will be time in the gym time in the gym means you're going to figure out how to do exercises um, figure out you know 
you're gonna drop the bar on yourself occasionally, roll of shame on the bench, that's a learning experience. It's all good to make mistakes and that's what happens when you first go to the gym. Um, I would say I probably overtrained when I was first working out. Oh yeah. Um, you know, an hour and a half is probably too much. Um, and I got results, but probably not optimal results. Um, I didn't focus on what I focus on more now, probably because I was young and you can get away with it. But if you focus on those things from an earlier age, they just cement in like getting proper sleep. Like I was working out, but then I would be on my phone messaging people until midnight, up for school until at 6am. So, you know, I, I worry about what that did to my brain in the development, developmental stages. Maybe I'd be five IQ points smarter. Uh, whatever. Same goes for the drinking. Imagine if I'd never had a drink. I wonder if I would be any more well-performing. Yeah. Anyway, it, that's irrelevant. But what would you say are some of the things that you did at a younger age, mistakes that you learnt or or made that uh, that you would share with people? Well, I think one, this is more like something people just need to do is just like take action. Mm-hmm. Like even if you don't like. I think some people just like get a bit too like analytical or something like early on. Yep, I did as well. Yeah. So What's I, the best routine? Yeah, you know, you're looking up all the diet and like you're pretty like this is what I mean by like you're not gonna change overnight. Because if you if you do that to yourself early on where you just set all these new rules, it's just gonna be it's so hard to just to change that quickly. Yeah. Because you've got all these habits leading up until the point where you've started fitness like all these ingrained habits that you know a lot of them some are good and a lot of them are probably bad for fitness right yeah you know with the staying up late you know partying too much yeah not eating the right foods like they're ingrained in you and they're going to take some time to just reset so also to forgive yourself for making those mistakes um, have an awareness that you did make them and not to be like oh man I'm such an idiot why have I been doing this in my life okay that's the past that's happened learn from it and then moving forward you can change it and not to worry because everyone's made mistakes in the past and the past has happened the future isn't here yet so they're both irrelevant to really think about and your regrets and all the rest you can waste your life thinking about your past life it's like okay that's gone that's done what can I do now and in the future plan for the future so that I don't make those same mistakes again and I I think you know there are no mistakes there are only learning experiences and I think mistake has a bad connotation to it but you should view it as a okay, I, I injured myself because I pushed far, too far, too hard when I felt that. This is always the case. It's like you hurt yourself and you mm. think, man, I, I shouldn't have done that. And I knew before I was doing it yeah. that it was probably going to fuck me up. But it's like in the moment you're like, nah, nah I'll be good. Yeah. Just push through it. And then boom, you're out for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think everyone's done that. So now I'm at the point where if I feel something, it's not quite right. All right, back off. That's yeah. one workout that you miss out of the hundreds and thousands you will do in your life that it's not worth missing the next few weeks by pushing it when you could have just backed off, healed, rested, and then get back into it. It's about the accumulation of small wins rather than like one workout won't make or break you no. um, unless you, you know, really hurt yourself. So that's what we're trying to avoid. Yeah, um, just, just set, set like goals sort of like just 
just get to the gym on like these set days like if you're just beginning just like set I don't know like maybe three or four days a week where you have to go to the gym and even if you don't know everything you know you don't have the perfect routine just start showing up yeah and just working something out yeah just pick like some muscle like two muscle groups or something and just you know if you're bodybuilding or like whatever it is if you're working towards like a skill just show up and work it out and then go home like everything else follows yeah you're gonna learn things along the way yeah so just don't overanalyze everything don't don't like force yourself to do anything because you don't even know your own body yet yeah like you, what you, you're just gonna get this perfect routine and have all these exercises and you might not even be able to do them all at your level and maybe you shouldn't do them all yeah you know it's like you just have to actually show up for a bit and just be the noob yep it sucks <laughs> <laughs> but yeah embrace it or whatever embrace the suck people like to say just that's part of it just showing up yeah like, taking action there's a guy at my gym who is a bit older than me quite out of shape but he's always at the gym uh, at least recently just in the sauna and he'll come and just do a sauna and and he's eating a bit healthy a bit healthier and I had a pretty long conversation with him just got chatting and um, I just said to him like you're here at the gym why don't you just go to the weights and you know it's, it's a big thing in his head that he's scared of being in the weight room he doesn't know what to do and mm. I just told him I said bro you're already at the gym you're in the sauna that's great making diet changes great so it's these small incremental changes and he's lost a bit of weight because of it the next step you don't know what to do cool go upstairs go to the gym and just pick five machines that you like the look of yeah do two sets of machines get a bit of a pump do some curls do some chest press don't be scared and like think you have to deadlift straight away which is quite intimidating for some new people yeah you just have to get in because you're starting from a place of nothing anything that you're doing even if it is just machine then that's going to be an improvement exactly get in and do that you don't have to do a fucking hour and a half workout just half an hour half an hour pump some iron on the machines yeah. they're easy to use and then go from there yeah. once you've done that a bit you know you'll be sore but it's all progression yeah. and the you should be thinking in terms of years not you know my workout isn't this sick perfect routine mm -hmm. there's no point in doing it yeah. you know it's if you're at that stage where you're just starting lifting then just go in and do some machines and that'll pay dividends yeah and yeah, if you feel like when you're starting out and stuff that like, oh, you know, like you can't work out anymore and you're too tired or whatever, then, you know, that's fine. Like just go home. Don't force yourself to stay there. Yeah. You know, and then if you feel better just because you've, you know, and you feel like you can work out more, like just do go that. with that feeling. Yeah. Work out a little bit more and just see, see how you feel like in recovery. And if you're recovering <clears> just, just like normal, then guess what, like, you're at the next level, like, this is, maybe you should be training more now. Yeah, it's, um, listening to your body is a skill in itself, and I think you... You learn over time. You learn over time, and <clears throat> once you start developing the muscles, one of the greatest feelings is feeling like a new contraction of new muscle fibres, whether, you know, they're there and you just finally clicked that mind-muscle connection, like, I'm still feeling things where... Yeah 
if I've gotten a bit stronger and then, you know, a week later, I'll be like, oh, okay, I can actually hold my back in a more upright position because I have more conscious control of the mid-back muscles or whatever. Like that, I, th- I think I'll never stop feeling that as you develop more and realize, okay, I can hit this different angle on this exercise. But that's a skill in itself, um, feeling how your body moves um, and developing the muscles so that you have more conscious control of your body. But that kind of ties in with if I feel just really run down, um, not to force a workout if you feel Mm. like shit, if you're sick, it's probably better for you to rest in the long term because, you know, it's all about the long term um, to listen to your body and feel when you can really smash it. If you're high energy, you know, weights feel light, then go a bit harder. Um, the nuance from day to day from being aware of your body and feeling your body out is uh, a skill in itself that I think mm. will progress as long as you're committed to working out and you know doing the work yeah and sometimes you just got to test your body and yeah. maybe just go a bit harder like try like a heavier weight or whatever it is yeah. every now and then yeah. you always you, you just got to test it every now and then pretend it's like you know like it's like a competition or something or like mm. game day like just have that energy like i don't yeah. know maybe once or like twice a month or something where you just actually just see like okay where am i actually at with my bench press or like yeah just try a bit more weight there's um the classic visual visualization technique that ziz spoke of is like i think he was asked how do you push yourself in the gym and he said say you're on the last set of a a heavy incline bench and it's getting hard to smash out those last reps imagine that someone had a gun pointed at your family and was saying if you don't finish these reps i'm gonna smoke your brother or something yeah and that really like you put yourself in that mindset you go look i'm gonna put this fucking weight up or (laughs) you know or you imagine you're in a coliseum where there's thousands of people watching you and and really getting into that mindset is yeah the you know it works. The better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the more you amp it like up, pull ups. Like the better. if I don't get this last pull up and pull my body out, I'm gonna fall into a shark infested <laughs> yeah. waters and die. And it's like it's silly, but your subconscious doesn't know the difference between reality <laughs> and what you what concoctions that you make, positive or negative, right? So that's another big thing is the power of the subconscious mind. I think is more so than the conscious mind. We think you know we're so smart and our running train of thought we can get lost in it but i think making taking advantage of that capacity to put yourself in fake situations that amp you up your body responds and i think that's a great tool for people to delve into for those hard sets yeah 100 percent yeah i i just find it funny because like that's the type of shit i do i like <laughs> i walk into the gym and i just feel like today's the day yeah like, this is it this is why we're all here yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's here to watch me smash this, this chest it, workout boys. like i legit do that like yeah. i wake up in the morning i listen to music i hydrate myself and i'm just like today's a big day like oh let's, <laughs> like, go. let's yeah. go and it's funny but it's like it actually works and like, yeah, I laugh to myself, like I walk up to the rings or something when I'm going to smash a set out or do like a little ring routine and I'll be like, this is it, bruh, this is it, <laughs> this is what it's all come down to. Right? And I'll actually laugh like a little bit out loud and it's, yeah. 
I don't know, it, it puts me in a good mood. Yeah. And, you know, I don't... <laughs> no one knows why I'm laughing, but... <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it, it makes me enjoy it, and it's just, like, fun and, like, a bit silly, but... Yeah, yeah. I think um, a lot of people take it too seriously when you don't necessarily have to. Like, it's it's not this whole thing of, like, you go in, you you kill your body every time, otherwise you're a pussy. Like, yeah. that doesn't work in the long term and maybe it stresses you out and you, like, beat yourself up if you don't mm. um, take it, like, 100% seriously like a fucking army ranger. You don't have to. Like, maybe if you're feeling down or not as high energy, you just go in. Oh, maybe I'm just going to treat myself to some curls today. Yeah. See how I feel. Once the blood starts flowing, you feel a little bit better. You feel a little bit stronger. And, you know, it's all about... Again, using the tools, not taking it so seriously, enjoying yourself. If you're going to enjoy the workout, you're much more likely to consistently hit it. Like, any idiot can do a routine that kills you and then you feel completely fucked after. Yeah. Um, but is that necessarily the best thing long term? Probably not. Yeah, when, when I started out and, you know, I've talked to other people that are at the gym and stuff, like, I was big on doing chess, like, all the time. Hell yeah. And I was, <laughs> it was just like, why? Well, because at the time, I just wanted, like, a big chest. Yeah. And that's what got me into the gym. Yeah. So, I would train chess, like, three times a week. Yeah. Like, and, you know, I sh- should have I been training other parts of my body yeah probably, like it probably. probably should have all been equal yeah but that wasn't going to get me into the fucking gym like early on you yeah. know i was younger and like yeah you know so like sometimes you just got to play towards like that's going to make you more consistent yeah right and then once i got a bigger chest i was like well now i need to get some shoulders because it's looking a bit weird <laughs> <laughs> and then i gotta like train the arms but like that's pigeon bro that like just just like sort of being a bit obsessed with just working the chest or whatever like that built some sort of consistency right yeah. and then you know i introduced the other elements and then you know i'm, I'm not liking chest so much because like i'm like all right, fuck, bro. You gotta even out. Yeah. And that's just that's just what happened for me. Like that's how I built those like new new grooves. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's just like what gets you in there. Like, obviously, it's not the best thing to do. You know, you should have that perfect routine and diet yeah. and everything. But like, it's not realistic, really. It's not realistic. Like, you're not like I don't know. Maybe you might change overnight. Maybe you can do that, and it's great to like believe that you can. But it just wasn't the case with me. Yeah. And you know, I'm sure a lot of other people. But yeah, um, I think a lot of people, especially young guys, they feel skinny and weak, and mm-hmm. they want to attract the opposite sex more. Yeah. And that's a very high motivation for a lot of people, and they want to get fit so they look good and they feel good. Um, don't feel bad for feeling that way because whatever it is that gets you in the gym and consistently doing that you know you're lapping everyone on the couch Mm. and you shouldn't compare yourself to other people really because it's apples to oranges you know comparing always leads down some tricky routes but it is somewhat motivating to I think you should always compare yourself to your past self um what was my past self doing a year ago I'm way ahead of that cool great I'm on the right path that's all it is and no matter what your motivations were no matter what your as long as those motivations aren't you know developing into mental complexes like 
oh no, I'm so skinny. I got to go to the gym. I got to eat. Oh, and like worrying about it. That's not good. Um, but you know, whatever motivation it is, don't discount it and you'll see progress because of it for mm. sure. Yeah. With like, uh, motives for training and stuff, like, yeah, a lot of the reason why I started out was because I did want to appeal more to women yeah. and cause like I'd been called scrawny and shit in the past. Yep. <laughs> By my crush. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's got to hurt. Yeah, but, you know. But you, you turn that fire into... Yeah, I turn that into something. And progress. you know what? Like, now, like, I, like, I, I, I never really thought about this as something I'd really appreciate. But, like, at with my working situation, I work away, right? So, I work, you know, 12 hours a day. And then I live on, like, a campsite where there's, like, a gym. And every night I go to the gym and this has had such a positive effect on just how people from different departments view me because they, they will go to the gym like every now and then and see me there and, you know, I'll just be doing my own like calisthenic shit. Like they always ask questions like, why are you doing handstands? Like what's going on? Yeah. You know, but just, and then they see me going every single night after night after night. Um, even if I'm only there for like 20 minutes, half an hour, or if I'm just stretching in there, like I'm there. Yeah. And, like, the amount of respect I get from um, just the, you know, supervisors from the different departments and stuff is, like, something I never realised I'd actually, like, receive or, like, be so thankful for. Yeah. Like, just having built this discipline. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's, it's just, it's mainly other dudes, but, like, it's, like, a great, it's, trust me, it just feels really good. It's a motivator as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. If it was better than like girls liking you just for like your physique or something, it's just because you, you you just get people give you respect because they know what you're doing is hard. They yeah. know how hard it is to be consistent. Yeah, I found journaling very hard to be consistent with. Yeah, like it was hard for me to sit down and open up my journal and write like a couple of paragraphs than it was for me just to like put my gym gear on and go to the gym yeah because it's just like like i'm saying it's like this new new groove i'm trying to yeah embed and like you know when you're for over 20 years when you haven't been um doing journaling something. or anything or like reflecting on your day it's gonna be hard doing that yeah. like just sitting down for five minutes <laughs> was hard it's like oh, i can't be fucked yeah but it's like just do it bro yeah like and i think anything you start's hard and like the longer you leave it, it's just going to be harder because you're just going to be... You're just running down the same groove. Yeah. But like making it deeper and deeper and deeper. So you got to just slowly get out of there. Oh. Yeah. Not to say that, you know, I think anyone can change at any point in their life. Exactly. Of course. Um, I've seen... You see transformation pictures online where, you know, a 50-year-old dude has been fat yeah. all his life and within six months of consecutive discipline effort you can change your entire life. Yeah. You know, it is that simple and it just comes down to what choices were you making before? I'm going to slowly change that, make new habits. Um, it's all possible, you know, no matter what, like you shouldn't feel like, oh, it's too late, you know, is it too late for me to start working out? That one's always like, no, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay, you're here now. What's your other option? You yeah. think it's too late. Like I've had this from people that are like, younger than me and they go bro I'm 20 22 I feel like I've missed out on my life like is it is it too late to start lifting and I'm like 
What the fuck, man? You okay? First of all, you're 22. You have your entire life ahead of you, but I think that's maybe a more of a symptom of like social media, where you'll see the absolutely jacked freak 18 year old. And be yeah. Like, Holy shit! Why was I not working out since 12? Yeah. Um, the comparison, you know, being the thief of joy a little bit in that sense. But you, what's your other option? Continue down the shit that you've been doing, or okay, time has passed. I, you know, but. From now on, I'm going to make the change and the rest of my life is going to be benefited because of it and mm. you're going to feel better, look better, your work is going to improve because you're in a better mindset, you know, that discipline of the gym translates to so many other things because it's like an easy, measurable, like you see your arms getting bigger from dedicating, working out, you know, in, for a few months and then you're like, oh fuck, okay, if I can do this then you know I can make changes in anything as long as I'm consecutively doing something and committing to it then it's a no brainer so if you think it's too late it's not (laughs) you know especially if you're young 20s as a dude I think most I would say the prime for dudes is um, you know mid 30s or whatever where you have been working out hopefully for a few years and developed in your career whatever that may be Um, just general life experience where you you realize all the things that you were worried about as a younger person I don't mean shit um, you know hopefully you're reflecting on your past and you're gaining wisdom and all of that contributes um, to a better mindset and a better quality of life overall so you know the past is the past but moving forward you can as long as you take ownership of your life and do the right things you can change your life within six months you know it's, it's not impossible and I think a lot of people see social media stuff and get disheartened whereas you should see that stuff and be motivated um, because you know what's the other option be a sad loser mm-hmm. <laughs> all your life and like you don't have to do that really yeah yeah it's always going to be hard at the start it's always yeah. going to be the hardest yeah yeah, it's like um, I'm getting into like more yoga and stretching and yep. shit now, which, you know, I've had the thoughts like, should have started doing this ages ago. <laughs> yeah. But it's, you know, after having built that sort of, the sort of mindset I've had, uh, I've gained just from like uh, lifting weights and getting into calisthenics and getting into more like gymnastics elements. It's just like, just don't even worry about that. Just... You know, now, now I just stretch more frequently. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's just never it's just never too late. Like if if you only start doing it now, like then you just start doing it now and you just move forward in life. Yeah. Like don't even think. Like don't even wish. Yeah. You started earlier because it's like that. Pointless. Yeah. That, doesn't, it doesn't help that anything. Reality just doesn't exist and it yeah. can't. Yeah. It's it's just about like now. Yeah. The only thing that exists is the present moment. Yeah. Um, and you should avoid time traveling, um, as it's called, you know, thinking about the possible future or regretting the past. Um, moving time in your own head is uh, just a way to miss out on what's happening now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something I'm still working on. You know, like, why am I stressing about the future? <laughs> yeah. Why was I stressing about doing this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
um, we've done a full hour uh, I think we had some pretty good insight hopefully people enjoy um, Holistic Bra on Twitter go follow him I'm going to link his profile to uh, the show notes so um, thanks for listening as always um, and hope you enjoyed yeah I enjoyed it we should do it again sometime and for sure it'd be a regular yeah. thing cheers thanks for coming thank you see you guys see ya see ya